You're listening to Binging the Devils for a One Piece Manga Read-Through Podcast, where sometimes during the binge, we take a break, kick back, and put on a movie or TV special. And sometimes, we even bring along friends. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of our Binging the Devil's Fruit special guidance series, where we discuss the One Piece live-action Netflix series. I'm your host, John Mookie Jam, joined as always by my co-host, Chad Peanut. Hey! And today, we're only joined by my girlfriend, Christine. Hello! Uh, Charles obviously could not make it to our second uh, recording like we had. Just, we were planning on having him on this episode, but uh, he got busy with work, so it's just the three of us this time. So mm-hmm. after discussing the first one, we all seem pretty uh, in agreement that the, the first episode was a solid start to this. But let's get into discussing the second episode, The Man in the Straw Hat. And here is where the deviations from the main story, well, not terribly too much but some like major noticeable changes if you've read the manga start to come in and then austin i'll let you take it from here so we saw with another flashback with luffy testing out the powers he gained from the gum gum fruit but then he's eager to hoping it will prove he'd be a viable pirate to shanks crew but makino oh the uh under the uh bar party's bar uh, yeah party's bar she it wants Luffy that there's a reason that they call the devil fruit. Because once once you enter water after in the devil fruit, you you can't swim and you lose your power in salt water. I mean sea yep. water. And this is a this is for every devil fruit, as we'll later learn later learn. It's not a big spoiler for me to tell you that, but every devil fruit has that drawback, not just Luffy's. Oh uh, yeah. And uh, he's eager to uh, talk to Sanks, who's entering the bar with his crew, the red-haired pirates. But it's bad news for Luffy, because they finished packing up the rations, and they're planning on leaving, and they're not coming back. Which is heartbreaking for Luffy. Because he really wanted to join along with them. Mm Mm-hmm. Then it feeling, spread- oh, sorry. Feeling betrayed, but then we, uh, speaking of which, we cut back to the Straw Hats. Yeah, Nami's trying to open up the safe, and uh, one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, it's where he does, I see leaning her ear against the safe. Luffy's just leaning his ear against her other ear, trying to hear it through her ear yeah, canal. And now, and now she's wearing her manga clothes. Mm-hmm. And Luffy, uh, he actually changed his outfits, which... Uh, I will point out to anybody that doesn't know, uh, all of the outfits that the Straw Hats change into over the course of the season are actual outfits that are in the color spreads. Mm. I'm going to see if I can find this specific one. I have them bookmarked on for because I use them as the thumbnails for the, the manga episodes. Let me see if I can find this specific one that Luffy is wearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's in here somewhere, I bet. Oh, actually, from, uh, from the episodes that are coming up, uh, I found... The ones that uh, Luffy and Nami are wearing. Oh, hey! Huh. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. right. You can see. You guys can see that screen. Mm-hmm. Like when Luffy gets. Oh, that's what that's what Luffy wears when he gets the Bratia. That fucking pair. I can't still. I can't believe that still. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so. Oh boy. Uh, let's see. And it's there where they spend any geography of the world of One Piece, particularly how. 
there's like a big line of land that divides the world into two big oceans. And then there's one particular line I that actually drew to explain into Luffy. That's the grand line where there are a lot of bigger islands and cities and villages reside. And also where the bit most dangerous uh, creatures and pirates is inhabit. Yeah, don't forget also there's like a long stretch of land called the Red Line, which is what separates all the oceans from each other. Oh, uh, yeah, that big... Yeah, the oh, plan, yeah, the, the plan of the One manga. Piece is, is there, there's a large stretch of land called the Red Line, and then everything else is divided up into uh, four quadrants called the East Blue, all, and all the directional blues, and then the Grand Line's the, basically the equator. Yeah, even those uh, with the map, uh, Nami uh, still has doubts that the One Piece even exists, but Luffy insists it does. Mm-hmm. But uh, don't the argument the embers by I read gas, and before passing out, Luffy spots the ship that attacked him has a Jolly Watcher. Mm-hmm. And oh, how did I forget about this part? He uh, to hide the map, he swallows it. He just eats it. Yeah, he just humps he- it. Ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, reminds me of that one cat video. And then we get our title drop of the uh, series, and this is probably the coolest thing about the series. Every episode has a unique title, and they're and this episode is dedicated to none other than Austin's favorite villain in the series so far. Wait, that's that's another that's another greedy clown. Yeah, so they. Wake up in a crate and Nami is a, let's see, Luffy thinks he can talk to him, but Nami insists that they're a pirate and they're bloodthirsty killers and they won't show any mercy. Eh. They wake up in a crate, yeah. Either uh, either one. (laughs) And when they're expecting the worst, when they was and the crate opened up, they're in the middle of a freaking circus. Which, here's the major change uh, from the manga. Like, in the manga, uh, they just uh, eventually arrive at a town that Buggy is taking over, but it's still kind of, like, put together and all that. But no, they just wake up straight in a circus. And honestly, to be perfectly honest with you, as a longtime One Piece fan, I think this change is fucking brilliant. I yeah, think this is like- basically f- fitting to Buggy's motif. He, it's, he is the... Uh, captain of the clown circus pirates so you're wondering where's the circus motif and here it is like granted his first mate and his uh, and major uh, members of his crew are like circus performers like moji the lion tamer who honestly only gets one scene in this he's he's the one he's the uh, the one holding the applause sign ah yeah uh the only other the only major yeah like uh i have it up for us on screen share there there he is (laughs) He's only in that. Oh, yeah. You only see him there. Um, and uh, then, but Kabaji, who Kabaji looks like he just jumps straight out of the friggin' pages. Like, like I, you take one look at him, you go, you don't go. That's not a dude cosplaying Kabaji. That is Kabaji. And, yeah, uh, he travels around on a unicycle and yep. specializes in knife combat and knife drone. Huh. Yep. And then out comes Buggy the Clown, played by Jeff Ward, who I only know. From like a random character in Marvel's Agents of Shield, and I already forgot what he was, but he is 
delightful. Perfect. Like he's basically like I'd almost argue that he's like Batman the animated series Joker, where like he like his whole shtick is about like getting the performance right and making people laugh, but when it doesn't go uh to go his way, he breaks character. What about you, yeah. Austin? What do you think? Yeah, I mean the if one thing I love again to get Shinado on is how uh he's supposed to be intimidating, but he comes in uh riding the unicycle. <laughs> It's got to laugh out of me. Well, Kabaji or Buggy? Kabaji. Yeah, because I was going to say, because uh, Buggy just walked out. because he, he pissed off. He's like, no, no, the right, the light's in the wrong place. Yeah, the spotlight was too early. Where's the dancing lion? Which, oh, yeah. which is confirmation. Oh, no, Richie. <laughs> Damn it. Aww. But then, um, thank God, they kept my favorite running gag with Buggy. Where if you even so much to say anything that sounds like the word nose, he goes he into loses. a he, he yeah. goes into a fit. Yeah, he loses his shit. They only do it once, but it's it's done exactly how it was the first time. You, and I, I fucking this? lost it. Yes, I lost it. When I was, I was, when he's like, when nobody knows, he's like, what did you say? I'm like, yes, I, I clapped like a seal. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, the audience members, uh, one seems particularly familiar who is the mayor of that original village in the manga. Yeah, Mayor Boodle. Yeah, and the rest of the crowd it seem, seems like they're not enjoying the circus at all and are forced to uh, cheer and applaud. Exactly. And they, they're all the townspeople that he forced to be the owners. They're like chained by the ankle to the... Uh, the the stands. I think this is probably one of the smartest narrative changes that the series has made. I think this is fantastic. Yeah, and that's where Buggy feels that he was originally after the map to One Piece until Luffy, Inami, and Zoro oh, got to it first, and he's furious. Yeah, well, yeah. A- I'm I'm glad I'm glad I wasn't the only one who thought he reminded me of the Joker. Like, I immediately got the vibes. Well, Oda is a big fan of Hollywood media, so I am not mm-hmm. in the least bit surprised if there was any influence of uh, Joker. Probably the Tim Burton films, because he's a big Tim Burton fan. Uh, and uh, Bucky insists he's going to find a One Piece first. And Nami, trying to distract Bucky, he's saying she grabs Luffy's habit, of course he's protective of, and throws it up and tries to run a circus. Yeah, she she bargains with Buggy. He's like, "Hey, how about instead of the map, I give you a new freak for your crew?" And then that that, was, that prompts Luffy into trying to grab the hat and show her the stretching powers. Mm. And when she runs out, she sees uh, the village completely destroyed. Yep, completely raised. Oh, and then after that, we cut right to um, we cut to Shellstown when uh, who else but um. Uh, Kobe, yeah, Kobe and Helmeppo have basically been enlisted by uh, uh, by uh, Garp. After mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, Morgan gives them a report of what happened uh, as he's uh, enlisted in new recruits. And of course, he's uh, he he lied about what happened to make it seem like to make it seem like that, he, uh, that they they just simply escaped and that he uh, he didn't let them get away or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a question. Who's the guy behind them with the hat? 
That is uh, Bogard, uh, uh, Garp's second in command. And fun fact for y'all, in Japanese, he's voiced by Takaya Kuroda. Do you either of you know who Takaya Kuroda is? That sounds familiar. Uh, the Japanese voice of Kazuma Kiryu. Oh, what? shit, I knew it was something Yakuza related. Oh, like a Dragon related shit. Yeah, you same thing. Cool. Yeah, he and yes, he is named after Humphrey Bogard. Remember, Oda is a big Hollywood buff. Oh my god, I didn't. Re- wow. Yeah, my, my, when I was watching with my grandmother, she caught that. She's like, like she's like, right after Humphrey Bogart. I said, yes, he loves his Hollywood. Also, I love that Garp has the dog hat. Mm-hmm. It's not over his face, but I love that he's wearing the dog hat. And this is the most important thing I have this, about why I think the series works. Not one character makes a snarky little joke about how he's wearing a stupid dog hat. Not even him. And it's all played for like, yeah. He's the vice admiral of the Marines. He wears a dog hat. So the fuck what? Like just seri- just let the series breathe and be what it is. <laughs> not make it. You don't have is- to make a, You don't have to make a snarky comment about every little thing that they think the audience won't understand. Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And uh, this is where I get the first tension about Kobe and his uh, the class between his friends with Luffy and his dream to be a Marine as Gopa. As he tells Garp about the truth about how he was imprisoned by Alfida, but Luffy, he uh, saved him. Which Garp uh, tells, tells him that uh, if he wants to be a true Marine, he has to bring powers like Luffy to justice and notifies Kobe that he'll be assisting in him and his search. Mm-hmm. Which, uh... Kobe's not sure how to feel about that because, like, yes, he wants mm-hmm. to be—he wants to be a great marine, but he also is still considers himself friends with Luffy. Like, he—he he owes basically his life to him at this point. I still love that Axe mm-hmm. Morgan still has that stupid-looking jaw of his. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we cut back to uh, the circus where Nami's in a birdcage and Zoro's on a knife-throwing uh, target. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this is well. Uh, let's see. I haven't gotten that far on the manga yet, but what those two usually are each other's stories. I mean, not as much as Zoro and Sanji, but Nami and Zoro, Zoro don't argue with each other that much in the beginning. Uh, uh, I remember that they, they really started arguing like later on because like Nami lends him money in uh, Rogue Town, but uh, ah. and she charges him like three thousand percent interest. But I don't remember them arguing this early, but. You know, being uh, uh, he he knows about her reputation as a thief. So he's like, "What about you, thief?" He's like, uh, how, "Can't you lockpick us out of here?" They found three of my lockpicks, but they didn't find the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and meanwhile, Buggy's torturing Luffy out of the circus by stretching his rubber limbs. Hey, you know those? those you know those yeah. toys I found in the, uh, the aisle yes. of Walmart that you stretch? I want to do that to you, uh-huh. John Strong. <laughs> oh God, what if they make one? What if they make one of those with loot? Out of loop. Oh god, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they did. If One Piece actually gained in popularity like Dragon Ball did back in the 2000s, I would have assuredly believed that they would have done that. Mm. That was great. Now I'm just thinking about that one uh, commercial of like the Stretch Armstrong, Mickey Mouse, and Goofy dolls that Brock Baker dumped over. What the what, hell what, out of your friends, Mickey and Donald? <laughs> where, there's no, oh, where, where they're all screaming in pain. <laughs> anyway, uh, but then. Um, uh, as Buggy is interrogating Luffy, he's trying to ask him why he wants the maps of the Grand Line. And he's like, well, it's because I want to be king of, king of the pirates. And he's like, come on, give me the map. And then he's like, no. And then he stretches him some more. Mm. 
which I don't think this is going to yeah. work out too well because he mm-hmm. uh, he can stretch about 30 gum gums in length. Mm. Which never figured out the conversion rate of gum gums and feet. I don't think Oda intentionally wants you to find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. But then this is where then psycho buggy tries to psychoanalyze Luffy. He's like, "Who are you trying to impress? A dead abs- or absent parent, or is it someone you admire?" And that's when he figures it out, particularly in the hat. Yep. And he recognizes the hat that used to belong to Shanks, and feels that uh, they used to work together in the same crew or meant a long time ago. Yep, Buggy and Shanks were crewmates on, I won't say whose ship, because I don't think you got that far for them to tell you, but, uh, and he's like, I'm totally betrayed me. And now I will point out, because the show does not point this out yet, but they should have, that Shanks is why Buggy ended up eating the devil fruit. Like, in the manga, they show Buggy and Shanks working with uh, the crew he was with. They they, they, uh, gather treasure, and then Buggy finds the devil fruit, and he tries to hide that he, uh, he found it because like uh, Shanks pops out from behind him and scares him. And then buggy out of fear uh, accidentally eats and swallows it. Mm. And then, uh, he, he, yeah. and, he, and that's why he has a grudge against Shanks. He, th- he, he thinks he betrayed it. He says he betrayed him and he, he ruined his life. I'm like, well, yeah, cause he ate a devil fruit and that that's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, let's see. He insists on keeping and stretching him, particularly how, because of now, I know how high in regard Luffy holds Shanks, which further annoys him. Yeah, because he's he's really holding on to a 22-year-old uh, old grudge with Shanks. Yeah, I know and, him. Yeah, it's Mayor yep, Boodle. Mayor Poodle. Yeah, Mayor Boodle is the one pulling oh, oh, on Boodle. the... Uh... Did they call him Mayor Boodle because he looks like a poodle? Uh, actually, Yes! And uh, when Luffy's not talking, uh, Buggy, he gets another idea. He insists on bringing a member of the audience into these torture stretching advice. I was hoping it would make Luffy talk. Uh, that Luffy, he gets a wrist to slip out of the bonds and knocks Buggy's head off, looking like he decapitated him. And that's right. But and his, <laughs> his, hand, his hand lands right in an audience member's lap and says, like, boy, I must have not make it a wrong chunk of Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't say that. Oh my God. But, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I revealed uh, just a couple seconds too early that, yes, Buggy did indeed eat the devil fruit. Particularly the chop-chop fruit, meaning he can and remove any part of his body and have it float together with no consequences to his his uh, well-being. There well, we except for the one consequence that every devil fruit user has. Uh, yeah, the uh, sinking seawater. Really interesting that they have poison gas as one of his things, because like the uh, buggy's whole thing was like his cannonballs, or as he mm-hmm. def- as he explicitly buggy called balls. them, the buggy balls. I remember that. That was mm, that was a while ago. But he still calls them that. Mm-hmm. So Nami's still uh, working on on the lot onto a cage, and Kabachi comes in on the unicycle. Yeah. Oh my that god! Was great. I thought that was great. Oh my I love god. it. I almost want the thumbnail for this episode to be uh, him on the unicycle while the subtitle "Suspenseful Music" plays, but it has to be Buggy. <laughs> yeah, and he reveals it was to. 
uh, Zoro killed his brother for a bounty, and Zoro, at an insult to injury, has no idea who he is, so... Yeah, I don't so, remember anything about Kabaji having a brother. That must... Uh, I, I'm gonna have to look into that one, actually. Hold on. Uh, mm-hmm. Go on, and I'll, I'll see if I can find a... Uh... But I do know that... Uh, I do... Yes, I, I remember uh, Kabaji pointed out that he was all... He hunted people all over the Goa kingdom, which is... Uh, a, a place you'll see later on uh, in the series, uh, but go on. I'll look into it. And now we get an idea that she'll be able to fully focus on a pig. It, and particularly, Kenneth Kabachi knows that she's working on it. So she curses so to just keep him distracted. Acted while she keeps working on a lock. And in a typical knife throw act, he spins so in the ba- on a bound spinning wheel. <laughs> while he starts throwing knives at it. Yeah, just like at a uh, crazed carnival game. And I believe this is where we start to get to another fastback. No, we get to... Oh, uh, no, wait. Oh, no. No, yeah, we, Kobe and... Kobe and Gar talking. talking, and then we once again, we get to see once again that amazing transponder snail animatronic. <laughs> that and thing is amazing and creepy at the same time. And I Good. Love it. They Good. are creepy. That's the They're, point. They... Even in the manga, they had like full luscious lips. Which, why yeah. does a snail need full luscious lips? It isn't just that, Austin. Every marine has, uh, well, and not even just the marines. The pirate, some pirates have them too. They're all personalized to look like the person who owns them. Wait, what? Uh, yes, that's why Garbs has a beard just like his because it's his. Okay, Master, they hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Go back. I gotta see this. Yeah, Garbs looks just like him. That's all, that's not an accident. No, that's Morgan's. That's why he has the jaw thing. Oh my god, I can't. Uh, but um, Garps is at the very end of the first episode. He's <laughs> feeding them lettuce. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh. Cute. Imagine if they release a line of those as blue Utu speakers and you could get accessories oh to personalize them. I would oh be god. shocked if in Japan they did not already. But I know yeah, like that uh, Netflix, two Netflix's two, official shop ha- sells Garps as a piggy bank. Oh my god. What? That's awesome. Continue, Austin. Okay, and I'm trying to remember where I was. As... So I think after that is when we get to a flashback again. Well, we didn't really talk very much about the uh, Garp scene. Oh, right. Oh, oh my oh, God. There it is. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I cannot. I'll put up a, I'll put up a picture for the, those of you watching on YouTube. So, in the scene, uh, wow. uh, Gar, Gar questions uh, Kobe because he, he suspects that he had a hand in Luffy's escape. Uh, so, he's questioning his resolve and he's and like, are you... Are you sure you really want to be a Marine? Or are you sure you're not covering for Luffy? And then he, uh, he asked yeah. him, how long have the pirates been wor- have you been working with the pirates? He's like, no, I didn't. I haven't been working with Luffy. Luffy literally saved me from Alveda. Like, if it wasn't for me, I'd probably be dead on Alveda's ship right now. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Garp's like, you better tell me the tell me the truth, or you'll we'll be hanging you uh, for crucifixion as well. Yeah, like Jesus, I. I already knew that Marines really hated pirates, but God. Yeah, I I, I think this is a really this is a very uh, different direction for Garp, knowing Garp's character. 
he, but he, okay. is, he does admit that's like, well, I did wasn't working with Luffy, but it was if were it not for Luffy, I'd be stuck on Alvita's ship. Yeah, Christine, you were yeah. gonna say something? Okay, question is, is this how Kobe is like the entire like 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 he's like anxious guy? Yeah, yeah and that's how that's how Kobe was yeah, in the original how game. He was in him uh, ah. as as well. Yeah, like this it's is like that in Manta too. So like. Um, we didn't get into this too much last episode, but uh, Kobe and Helmeppo being enlisted under Garp's uh, uh, under Garp's tutelage was not a thing in the actual manga. It was in the cover stories, which uh, if you're not yeah. familiar with the cover we stories, the, uh, during not. during certain chapters of the manga, you get like a one panel uh, episodic. Uh, oh, those things. Yes, where it would be, and the very first one was Kobe and Helmeppo's, like them doing chores for the Marines, and then Axan Morgan being arrested and uh, arraigned, but then he escapes with uh, Helmeppo to try, and 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 he gets huh. away, and then um, more, uh, and then Garp um, personally takes Kobe and Helmeppo on. So I like that the show brought this into the main canon. Like it was always canon, Reference but like they, but they they made it part of the main story. He likes reference. It's good the little reference, little tiny things. Yeah, it's some like, and it's actually there was things. there were two filler episodes in the anime where they covered those cover stories in entirety. And I wish that the anime, instead of doing stupid filler, they did adapt adaptations about the cover stories. But the first two that they did, the one based on the one with uh, Garp, Helmeppo, and Kobe, and the one where Buggy, well, what happens to Buggy after this? Uh, they did so poorly in the ratings because Luffy wasn't hey, in the episodes. Buddy, not on the keyboard. Not on the keyboard, buddy. Sorry, buddy was trying to step on my laptop. Of course Ooh. he was. But yes. if my microphone picked him up. Him but then Gar Garp sensed that uh, Kobe would make a fine Marine because he told him the truth. And then we get, then cut back to another flashback. Yeah, this is where the f we get into the flashbacks. So, of course... Luffy is sad about our sanction his crew leaving, of course. Us. You know but, he's uh, sad because he won't eat. Oh. You know oh, well, that. You know it's serious if he's not hungry. But then but that's, about Haguma the bear and his bandits come back. Mm-hmm. And they insist on, on finally getting the drinks. And that's when Luffy finally confronts him for how they treated Shanks. And uh, Higumi being Haguma, Haguma shit, Haguma being the asshole type of pirate he is. He's a, bandit. he's a bandit. He's not a pirate. Bandit. Uh oh, but turns out Sinks hasn't exactly left yet. And then let's see. He insists and then, and, and, that he lets Luffy go. Yeah, he lets Luffy. He insists Luffy goes, and he gives he gives that baller speech before he fronts me. He's like, "You can spill a drink on me, and I'll let it slide, but don't ever threaten my friend, friends." Mm -hmm. And of course, they're not taking him seriously after uh, the first encounter. But uh, but then Shanks pulls a uh, revolver ocelot and Metal Gear Solid Four points his fingers like a so gun. Much. But then Lucky Roos behind him and shoots him for real. I love yeah. it so much. It's like a spin on what actually happened, but uh, I'll accept it. Mm -hmm. I love that Lucky Roo, even like in the manga, is still carrying a lamb leg with him. Every No matter what, he's eating a lamb leg. <laughs> yeah. He always carried it in his mouth, too. Yep. And then uh, they, they get into a fight with the uh, red hair pirates. And then Yasop shows off his, uh, um, his sharpshooting skills by shooting one of the poles and having a ricochet a guy in the face. 
God, the fight in the show is amazing. Uh, and then definitely. Ben Beckman also, they also remember the one important thing about Ben Beckman. He has a pistol, but he does not use it as a firearm. He uses it as a blunt object. Oh. And I remember Lime Juice was in this show, but I don't remember where, uh, I don't I don't recall where he is. But uh, Lime Juice is a character you don't see until later anyway. But they included him, which I do appreciate. Hmm. But on the a fire Huguma uh, manages to slip away with Luffy still as prisoner. Yep. But uh, that ties back into um, what Buggy is now trying to get Luffy to uh, spill the beans now with. Uh, yeah, he trapped him in a tank and, and is filling it up with seawater. Uh, so he won't be able to punch his way out. Hey, hey kid, remember Harry Houdini? Wait, who's Houdini? Whatever, I'm drowning you. <laughs> the pun- that's the punchline. Mm-hmm. And that that's where they basically reveal that like it doesn't have to be that you don't have to be like submerged in uh, seawater so much as it even touches you. You're you're uh, you, you you're basically mm-hmm. dra- not only are you not able to use your powers, you're drained of energy. And here I thought it was just regular water. Nope, it has to be seawater. Okay. There's there's properties in the sea that like don't work with devil fruits. So like so like if you just put salt in water, would it would it do the same thing? Uh, no, it's got to be seawater. It has it has oh. to be uh, seawater oh. uh, specifically. Mm-hmm. Like it's ba- seawater is ba- like kryptonite to Superman is what seawater is to Devil Fruit users. Mm-hmm. And uh, Buggy is still trying to make uh, Luffy give up the map, but Luffy insists. Yeah, even even as his energy is being he- sapped, he's just like no. <laughs> and like, yeah. wow! No, I was I was just laughing because I remember the, he's like, and the why not? He bangs the thing, and he hurts his hand. Yeah, he if Luffy he say, says he believes that his crew will help, and which Bucky just mocks. Yeah, he he's, uh, he's he's like, why not? You, you're a freak scorn in the bandage just like I was. Why don't why don't you join up with me? Because uh, that's tying into like how you know uh, Luffy felt abandoned by Shanks, and Buggy definitely feels abandoned by Shanks still. And then, then, then it's, it's like, well, if you join with me, I will go to the Grand Line and everyone will love me and know my name. And that's when Luffy shouts back at, at that Bucky can't, he can't and make people love him and more or make people laugh. Taking a dig at him. Well, then, and, and then Bucky and, goes, well, then fine. Well, then I'll buy Twitter and then make everyone subscribe and then everyone <laughs> will have to pay to love me. <laughs> wow. And I'll Block them if they refer to it as Twitter after I rename it X. Or if they follow my ship. <laughs> no. Uh, he, he turns the water on. And then we go back to Huguma the Bear after he has uh, kidnapped Luffy and gone into the rowboat. He, I don't know if he knows about the uh, Devil Fruit in this version, but I think I think he's just doing it for like a no witnesses sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. But then... Uh, yeah, and uh, oh, I know what this is. Was I'm trying to remember, was this scene from the manga where they get attacked by a sea monster? Yes, I'm very sure. yes, it was. Mm-hmm. And, and it, this thing looks freaking badass. Look at it, it's one of the few CG creatures that I when I saw in the trailer, I'm like, oh, okay, it's a little rough looking, but I guess some things have to look like that. Oh, yeah, I was like, I was trying to look at what, what his name was. Like, that, that creature actually has a name, believe it or not. Oh. It's called the Lord of the Coast. Oh, boy. Huh. Cool. 
And then uh, it, it just it just flashes between Luffy drowning in this uh, flashback and Luffy drowning in uh, the the present day. Uh, but then an arm picks up Kid Luffy, and it turns out to be Shanks. He swam uh, or uh, to shore, I suppose. Ah, uh, this scene, right? And then the Lord of the Coast makes his presence known. Oh yeah, ba da 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 da. Really? Very I can't. Sorry, I can't resist. I know you couldn't. Oh, look at him. He looks so cool. Yeah, it looks pretty badass. Yeah, it, it, look, it's, it's, it's one of the few good... I, I, I do like that um, this that he, he like, bit like he like bit at Shanks one time to try and... But then uh, Shanks basically tells him to get lost. And then uh, I guess he took that to heart and listened. Um, you'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll understand why that worked another time. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that there's there's a there's an explanation for this. I will uh, you'll find out one day. And that and, that uh, one, that one cut of his eye was a hint. Oh, but it's uh, Shanks didn't get out there untouched though, cause he lost his left arm. Oh, uh, you stole you stole my. But I was like, yeah. Sometimes when it's saving your friends, it costs an arm and a leg. Well, thankfully he got it for half off. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Okay. No, bad, bad, John, bad. Mm. Mm. Classy, looks fantastic. It's, what? It's only an arm, so Shank says. And yeah. then we're going back to uh, Luffy trying to struggle through the uh, the water tank again as it's filling up. But what really pisses him off is stitch by stitch, Bucky's trying to undo the hat. Yeah, just to add insult to injury. While Zoro is still tied to the uh, spinning knife throwing thing. I don't know how he's not barfing after the spinning and all the alcohol he drinks. I mean, he is. He does have a high pain tolerance. Uh, yeah, something you will come to see in spades as we go on. Oh, oh no! But uh, one of those knives got uh pretty close to uh, a show's bound wrist, and as Nami is close to or on finally unlocking herself. So, oh, this continues to, uh, this. Yeah, he was, he was just, uh, talking him down while he, uh, kind of like saws it off. And then the, at the same time, Nami gets the, uh, bound, uh, her bonds undone. And then he gets his. And then, uh, we're robbed of a fight between Zoro and Kabaji like we were in the manga. He just sleeper holds him and that's it. Shame. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, show must go on. Pun unintended. Haha, <laughs> funny. Uh- uh, and so let's see here. And then after yeah. that, uh, Buggy continues to taunt Luffy, but then he taps on the glass, revealing, "Yep, Nami and Zoro were out." She throws the, her bow staff at the glass, and then Luffy breaks out because you know mm-hmm. the, with the water building up, yeah. uh, he breaks out. And, and yeah, the, the person's like, "I make it." Ah, uh, he puts on the bandana. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, st- I still remember my grandmother was watching the first episode with me. She was going, "Yes, yes, yes." Yeah. When that, when the, when she did, uh, he did that because like that's when, uh, that's when Zoro, uh, Zoro's serious. And there then was a couple, there was a couple <laughs> and things. then Luffy spits out this fucking map. Mm, there was actually quite a few things I said. I, I said yes, yes, yes. They did the thing. They did the thing too during this entire season. Yeah, we'll we'll get into those as we go along. But uh, oh yes, Buggy gets the map. Uh, while Luffy's still regaining his strength slowly, 
and then let's see. Oh uh, yeah, and also because Luffy went for his hat and immediately into the map. Yeah, but that that's where um and Nami took notice of that actually, and then Zoro tries to chop the uh, buggy, but little does he know. Oh my god, buggy buggy has been chop chopping himself most of his life. Surprise, shithead! <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. That is definitely something I didn't expect Buggy to say, so it's 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 fine. Then Buggy shows Nami and Zoro uh, that he can split himself into a tornado of uh, uh, parts, and mm-hmm. then uh, Zoro and Nami try to fight him off. Not very easily, though. Yeah, and uh, during the fight, uh, uh, Buggy, just like in a manga, throws. Oh, it's a hand holding three daggers right at Luffy's straw hat. At, and he's really angry now. And but, he, echoes the, he echoes the line that Shanks said when uh, he fought Haguma. It's like, yeah, you, you can pour sea water on me, but if you mess with my friends, that's unforgivable. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he gets the bright idea to, uh, um, he, uh, to throw Buggy's parts that aren't his appendages in boxes. And they saw knocking him up one by one until, and I'm Sorry. glad they until, kept this scene so. until but until Buggy, he until they turn Buggy to a silly little guy. Akumba. Sorry. Look at him. Look at him. He he's like Mario when he doesn't have a mushroom and he got hit. <laughs> and then uh, as Luffy says his famous "I'm Monkey D. Luffy, I'm the king of the prides," he unleashes the gum gum bazooka, and then launches Buggy out of the tent. And now before. Buggy's feet does a little shuffle as he's begging for mercy. I love that it's, little touch. It's the same shuffle that uh, Windmaker Link does if you move the control stick a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Some, I and think me and Christine are calling that the smoothful shuffle after uh, the Windmaker randomizer we've been doing. Uh-huh. The smoothful shuffle. The smoothfuls. Oh yeah, we yeah, Austin. We called we, we, we called uh, Link Flurpoos in our Windmaker playthrough, but uh, in our Randomizer playthrough, we called them Schmoofles. And then when we did a re- review, we called them Schmoofles. Yes, <laughs> they managed to get the map back, and Luffy frees all the uh, townspeople who are imprisoned at the circus. And Mayor Budo asks, "Wait, are you a new captors?" To which Luffy says, "What? No, uh, but you're pirates." I'm a different kind of pirate. Nami took notice of that. And then we cut back to Shellstown, where Garp is giving a speech about how the only way to, well, the only true way to uh, crush the pirates that they're hunting is not to take away their treasure or even their ships or even their lives. Uh, it's to crush their dreams. And he starts by uh, putting Morgan on the crucifixion cross. It's too bad he's uh, standing up while being crossed. Otherwise, he'd click his heels and sing a song. Oh my god. Huh. You didn't see life. Always look on the broad side of life. He could whistle, but that job, that bottom job, probably won't let him. <laughs> and then mm. he's he's personally taking Kobe, Helmeppo, and every Marine capable from Shellstown with him. He's like, I'm not blaming you. You are not what you have not failed me in the mission to stop the straw hash. Your leadership has, though. And then Morgan is basically uh, tried for his crimes at that point. And then uh, we get a quick cameo of Shushu, the dog who is cut from this arc. So those of yeah, you that do- a- yeah, go, oh, yeah, Austin, you go ahead. Yeah, this was a bigger thing in the manga and anime where Shushu, who, who, who was a dog that lived at the village, his owner ran a pet shop, 
and with his owner gone, uh, on Shushu is standing guard at the uh, abandoned pet shop, despite everything going on in the village. But hmm. uh, they didn't, and touched on in this uh, live action, and obviously because of time restraints. So, the, but they 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 kept the little uh, dog in to represent mm-hmm. them. So it's like it's like, hey, we didn't forget about him. It's just we didn't have time for him. Mm-hmm. And then they sail off after Luffy refuses, but then initially accepts his uh, his gift of free food. It wasn't much, but and, he took it. And uh, final flashback of the episode: Shanks and the red-haired pirates crew are are preparing to leave town once ashore once more. And I, uh, on, on my third watch of this episode, I now just noticed that Mayor Whoopslap is here. Yes, the mayor of Luffy's town of uh, Fusha Village. His name is Whoopslap. <laughs> I love it. There he is, right there. <laughs> you, remember, you remember the mayor from the manga? Oh, yeah, he looked like a disgruntled tourist. Yeah. <laughs> right down to the hat and glasses and the cane. And then, yes, we do get the iconic scene where uh, Shanks and crew leave, but not without giving Luffy an important parting gift. The, the most golden treasure he could receive. Mm-hmm. You know, other than a bronze statue in Japan that he actually has. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> all the straw hats uh, have statues in Japan uh, scattered across. But uh, this mm-hmm. is worth more to Luffy than any amount of uh, silver, gold, or bronze in his estimation of what's actually valuable. Mm-hmm. Shanks gives yeah. him his iconic uh, uh, kind of straw hat. Mm-hmm. And I wish I got like a Netflix remix of like that one scene, that song from when Luffy, he gave it to him in the an anime. But I'll take what Aww. I can get. Yeah, he make Shanks has Luffy makes him a promise on the day when he becomes a great pirate and they meet again, and and he can give it back. But until then, take care of it. Yep, which is why Luffy's so adamant about that hat being uh, protected mm-hmm. at all costs. And then, and then after that, we got back to our our leads as uh, Nami repairs his uh, hat, seeing that well, they're not really a crew just yet. Uh, she does recognize that Luffy is indeed a different kind of pirate, and their bond grows a little stronger. Zoro ends by asking, "If the, is every day going to be this crazy with you?" And then uh, Luffy retorts, "If you're on, if you're chasing what you believe in, and you're on and your path too easy, you're on the wrong path." Mm-hmm. And then we end with uh, Nami going into the ship's cabin, and then she pulls out something I had never seen in the original manga or anime. She pulls out an earpiece transponder snail, a little tiny, small little snail she sticks in her ear, and I even hear it squeak. Oh my god. <laughs> Which is, I don't know if that's creepy or cute or disturbed, but if it's like it's like the other one, so it's perfect. Was and that like a thing in the uh, anime or manga? Did no! Always... No! Oh, so they made Ear... it up. Okay. This was made up, I think. Okay. And then uh, she tells a mysterious voice after dying a rotary saying, it's me. Tell him I have the map. Who could that be? Believe it or not, it's just me. And that's also <laughs> the end of the episode. Yay! So what did everyone think? I'll let everybody else go first before I just give my piece. So, uh... Uh, they made a lot of deviations from the uh, manga and anime, of course, but the way they did, chose to uh, do this arc in just one episode, particularly the circus and the hostages, I thought was genius. Yeah. Agreed. Yes, I think that the, uh, like, although, like, condensing 14 chapters into uh, 
one episode, I think was a quite a challenge, but I think they pulled it off. And I, and I'm of the opinion that if you're going to change something, you should have a good reason for why you're going to do that. And I think that turning a cer- uh, the, uh, the town into a circus with unwitting villagers as the audience is a much more brilliant change to Buggy just takes over a town and threatens it with a cannon. So I'm not going to... This is that, just great. But I think this was a, this was a brilliant change. And uh, mm-hmm. I definitely like that they split chapter one, which is the, the flashback with him and Shanks, across, this, uh, across the episode to like tie that in with... Uh, Buggy feeling like he was abandoned by Shanks and Luffy being abandoned by Shanks. The nice, the, the nice parallel there really did something for me. I think that was a uh, honestly, I think this might be one of the best episodes of the of the series. This one particularly. Uh, same here. And I don't have to say that as a Buggy fan or that he's now the obligatory mm. Tumblr sexy man. You can if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Christine, do you have anything else to add before we round round off? Nope. All right. Well, that's going to do it for episode two of our One Piece live action discussion. We'll see you guys next time we discuss episode three, maybe four, because they're it's kind of like a two part arc the way that they handle these episodes from the, the here on. I haven't decided yet. We're basically doing this based on vibes. So thank you guys again so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. I've been John Mugi, RJM. I'm Jab Peanut. I'm Katrina Leoka 55. And remember when binging the devil's fruit, make sure you take your time consuming or else you won't enjoy it or it'll get stuck in your belly like a giant pole. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. See ya. Surprise, shithead. Thank you for binging the devil's fruit with us today. If you'd like to enhance your binging experience even further, for just $3 a month, not only do you get access to episodes one week before they go live for the public, you also get exclusive access to our commentary tracks for our One Piece anime movie special reviews on our Patreon. The review episodes themselves will always be free to all listeners, but if you want the commentary tracks, that's patreon.com slash round. Thanks for your support.